Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me is We Are Cats. Hello, yo-ho. Alright, and via Messenger we have um, Chewy. Yes. <laughs> and also Omega Kai. Chris Candido. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Chris, uh, that was me. I love you so much. Oh man. Oh man. I was gonna say someone from CCW, but I can't say some of his words. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week for wrestling, so we're just going to get to it. Um, just a quick news on uh, New Japan. If you're a fan of New Japan, if you missed out on this year's Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan is offering the first night of Wrestle Kingdom for free that you can actually go watch on New Japan. Um, the, um, so what, And you can watch all the matches or a specific match that you like. So uh, would you recommend a night from match one, from night one? Any of you guys? No, 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 no. You actually go on to the website. They're the main website. And then they'll have a link there where you can actually watch it. Like, go to, they'll have a link that says watch Wrestle Kingdom here for free. You click on it and it'll just give you all the matches from night one. And you could just click on it and it'll just start streaming it free. Oh, okay. So it's like a hook. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you get night one, you don't get night two. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first half of the meal, you have to pay for the second half. Right. It's, yeah, it's good. It's, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, new fan base. A lot of good wrestlers left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus, uh, you know, the Kobe team out of those games. The other guy, they leaked. Oh, that haven't left? Yeah. 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 I keep calling Kobayashi. I, I, he, I know there's only a Japanese wrestling name, I think. So. It's also okay. Ibushi. Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. Ibushi. Yeah, Kota Ibushi. Alright. Yeah. Is he... Is Moxley still with New Japan? No, Moxley's still, still with New Japan. He is, he's, he's uh, currently the U.S. champion for New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, An AEW champion. Yes. So you think he's going to fight Ibushi for the belt eventually? I, I, I know Ibushi doesn't have the belt. Right. But I'm setting up a future storyline. If that was the main event for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah, yes, I would definitely pay for the second half. Yes. Um, for me, I think the one match that everybody would have to watch on night one, uh, well, two actually, um, the one, the one, the first match that's a must watch would have to be the Will Ospreay versus. Um, the ticking time bomb. Hiromu Takahashi. Yes, that match right there had ev- that everybody was saying match of the year already. The f- like the first nominee for match of the year. That was a great match, fast paced. Um, you you can see why uh, New Japan gave Osprey that ra- that the uh, that pay raise and uh, an extended contract, and then you can see why. Um, Takahashi um, 
as considered to be the one of the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, true, but I thought Ibushi versus Osprey was a better match, to be honest. Oh, from last year's Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. Yeah, it, it had more emotion because it felt like both were good guys and it pretty much, like, nobody... It was like an awkward moment. Yeah. It was, it was that type of thing where it was like, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was. But it was so... In the crawl, you know, like... This half fight they had. Mm-hmm. So this half fight was better than like uh, the elimination chamber to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, oh, this half fight is so. Oh, they took it. It seems like they managed for real. Um, <laughs> you know, chemistry. They had good chemistry. Yeah. Where, you know, when you had a moment when you say, it's still real to me, damn it. This was one of the moments. Yeah. Especially that, especially that kick in the tree of wall. Oh man. So chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second match I'd love to see that again. Oh yeah. Um and then the second match I would recommend would be uh the Jushin Thunder Liger Liger match because this was one of his last two wrestling matches as a pro wrestler. So, um That was that was a good match. It was, it was a gimmick match, but it was a good match nevertheless. Yeah. All right. Um so moving along uh, from New Japan. Um, let's just get to the nitty gritty with it. Okay, so um, WWE, there's already been rumors and speculations already going so far as that starting this week and next week, they're going to be pre tape. They're going to be pre taping uh, SmackDown, NXT, Superstars, 205 Live, Main Event, and WrestleMania. And the only shows that they're going to do live is. Raw. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think of that? Is it a close set? Yes, all close set. It's still going to be at the Performance Center, they said. Yeah, that's fine. As that's long as there's no uh, surprises. Mm-hmm. No, there's you know, no predictability or no you know, revealing. Right. I'm okay with it. Also, it might make it more like a movie, more production feel, rather than like uh, Watch City. <laughs> uh, you missed a cue. I want you to jump kick her right here, here, and there's a director, and there's a choreographer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this match is choreographed by Win Wo Ping. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, wait, this is uh, no, no, I take it back. This is brother Tori one. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right. What about you, Chewie? What do you think of this? A man with little few words, yeah. but a lot of impact. Chewy, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, all right. What about you, cats? Uh, oh, yeah. No, go. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, Chewy. Oh, we'll get to that in a bit, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, dude, this, I did like how they, um, there was this one, that, that team match between the women, it was uh, Nikki and Bliss. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> against uh, Tasha and Bailey. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and one of the things that, that I kind of like is, and also in the commentary, I said, I like, I like how Nikki is so motivated that she's trying to, like, motivate 
uh, a place by trying to motivate the crowd. And there was no one there. Riveting stuff. Well, they're just, they're just doing their business, but I think the one that yeah, killed... Go ahead. They will do the entertainment part. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a funny one. So like, I saw that, I was like, yeah, she's like, oh, what the fuck? And that's what uh, Triple H mentioned. Yeah, I, I really like how she's winning. So that's what she tried to nominate. She tried to motivate the crowd even though there was no one here. Yeah, I I have to give it I, I I um I have to give the credit to Triple H because he was actually really good in commentary. That surprised yeah, me. Uh, the, the commentary, him and Michael Cole, they made a good team. Right? Yeah. It was, it was, uh, the was really awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, what? Uh, huh? Oh, what were you gonna say, uh, Kai? Well, um, it seems like they were just um, doing one of their exercises when they were in uh, the performance center. Hmm. Is when they just wrestle out, pretend it's a crowd, and nobody's there. It seems like they're doing the same drill over and over again. So it's, in my opinion, like inadvertently, they were doing that. Right. And then Triple H just kind of like making a humor of it. Because we saw before on like live or uh, FPC trial, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having a match, but it's no, it's no crowd. Mm-hmm. Where they train people how to wrestle, they have comfortable chemistry with each other. Yeah. Practice chanting, crowd involvement. I think mm-hmm. it just like a rehearsal for them. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Like when I see when I see the two of like, yeah, this must be. They must. I'm thinking of going to the match. Like this is like a tryout. Hmm. Mm. That's that's what was going in my mind too. Right. Yeah. Sound. It sounded. Yeah. It sounded and looked like it, and also had that that feel and vibe towards it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of this, cats? Well, unfortunately, I was not able to see it live because, uh, um, oh wait, that was that was the week before, um, you know, where they had it live and uh, the, that tag match of uh, uh, uh-huh. Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Bailey and uh, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were in, they were supposed to be on commercial break, and they weren't really wrestling. Oh yeah, that, that was that botch. That was a huge botch right there. Yeah, you guys heard about that, right? Yeah, okay, and in case if you guys don't know, um, when they went to commercial break over here, they forgot that they were still on internationally, and they saw them standing there doing nothing, walking around for a couple minutes. And right when they were about to probably get started, they're like, okay, so I'm going to do this, and then, you know, to get back into the, you know, they were going to get back into the motions. Yeah. And then the feed cut off, and then they went right back. Oh yeah, the program. Well, you know, the people behind the scenes. The yeah, they, know. Keep they, they keep forgetting. They keep forgetting their method actors. No acting. Come on. Yeah. They have a role to play. I mean, they gotta rehearse. That's true. You know what? Would be funnier if someone like handed us a script. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that would be a. Whole... So that guy's some creative. Let's find out who he is. No, that would be funny because uh, someone, someone would have to say anything. Hey, I'm gonna script up because what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, lying. <laughs> I mean, sorry, bullshit. Bullshit. Well, they got well, they got also Steve Oldenkirk. Like, quick, you're wearing a red shoe. Who got the scene? It was red. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Beat me like a drum, you know something. Some drama. Yeah, like Steve Olkirk was a genius in pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, there was a commercial that could like go over the moveset, like, you know what, let's switch that. Like, nah, it's like, nah, it's like, you know, like, Yes, and the French invade. Yeah. <laughs> Flying pyramids, coming in. And they were saying that the um sorry they were saying that the uh, another thing that saved it um, was Asuka doing commentary with Derrick the King Lawler. Yeah, yeah, she was. Oh, Japanese. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And she was doing the one. She was. She was Okay, was it weird that I was turned on by it? I mean, it, it was just that. <laughs> no, she had a good voice. I don't know. I don't want to say Japanese, but I keep forgetting that in the in the ring she screams the hell out and she beats the crap out of you. Yeah. yeah. She talks. Yeah. She, yeah. She that she's a woman. She's actually a woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not really. Very much a style of wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes she reminds me of Georgia's adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 And then when she finally talks in commentary, she feels like the girl from Iron Chef. Grisan. <laughs> 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 what was his name? Ota-san. There we go. I even know the guy's name. Grisan, go ahead, Ota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, that's how old. School, that's, how, that's how old school Iron Chef. We had a channel from Los Angeles. What was it? Channel Thirteen. I don't know. The original yeah, Japanese yeah. version of Iron Chef. That's how I know. Yes. Hmm. Roxabro Michiba. Yeah. And then it was Masa, uh, Masanoru Monimoto. Masaharu Monimoto. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, let's go back to wrestling. Okay, um, there was another there was there was another news too that came out from the uh, WWE camp that they're taking a page from New Japan and they're saying that they're going to make WrestleMania a two day event. That's good because you can't get all those people at one place at one time. You're not supposed to. Yeah. So fella, remember. <laughs> oh, remember last year's? No, I'm just saying remember so it's They just. I think it should be treated like there's a virus every day. Um, hates itself. Yeah. That way, a lot, a lot of people have more you know, time to shine, and they're using everybody sparingly. Mm-hmm. Every episode with a Raw with Cena in there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> then you have like a 50 hour wrestler just have a, a glimpse. Hey, what's Buddy Murphy doing here? Oh, he's walking by. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but. He involved the storyline somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. That's how he got. That's that's how, that's how he got his push. Oh no, he he was doing nothing, and he was wrestling on two hundred five. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here was. Oh, uh, here was the official announcement. Uh, well, five days ago, in case anyone has missed it, 
in quote, quote, in coordination with local partners and government officials, WrestleMania and all related events in Tampa Bay will not take place. However, WrestleMania will still stream live on Sunday, April the 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern on WWE Network and be available on pay-per-view. Only essential personnel will be on the closed set at WWE's training facility in Orlando, Florida to produce WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm. And considering, uh, let me go check uh, their uh, lineup that they have. Excuse me, that lineup so far. Yeah. Oh, question. wow! They have. Some... Hold on. Uh, okay, question. What is it? Let me go. Okay, WWE Network is free, so I watched that. But I paid nine ninety nine for it. But for say pay per view, would this count as not pay per view? I don't know. That's a good question. Because you should, you should not be paying something that's pre-recorded if it's, you know, time as pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. That's that's a very good question. What about you, Chewy? What do you, would you consider that pay-per-view if it's already pre-recorded? Um, for WrestleMania? Yeah. Well, a pay-per-view event in general. Like, okay, you're, you're paying subscription... But you already know it's already be it's going to be pre-recorded. I anything WWE pay per view I, I don't watch. Yeah, I still watch House of Money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man. WrestleMania. No, no, no. It was a uh, Royal Rumble '92. Yeah. The, uh, Ric Flair. Yes, that's yeah. the best one. Even Repo Man had a chance. Uh, Repo Man. I'm biased. Oh, Repo Man? Dude. Oh, Shawn Michaels one, where he came number one. Oh, came in as one and went one and down all the way? Yeah. That's when Repo Man came out. <laughs> <laughs> Drowsy, awesome. He ran out of people. Yep. Pretty much. Oh, and about the two-night thing for um, before I read the matches... Um, so the first, I guess, it'll be taking place at the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, and according to Wikipedia, a second unspecified location, both with no spectators in attendance, and, um, so we don't know where the second place will take place. Mm. For the the second day, I guess. Ron Karkowski's house? (laughs) Well, they do have him. (laughs) Or they're in talks, I think. I mean, Tom Brady's house. Ooh. <laughs> Match in your house. <laughs> in your house. In your house. Woo! And Grant comes in and confronts Tom Brady. SummerSlam. Yeah, so it writes itself. Yeah. It's already in Tampa Bay. You <laughs> No, that'll be like SummerSlam right over there. And the second place should be in New England. It'd be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brady's in Tampa Bay. And Brown's like, what the hell? Okay, so, so here are the matches so far, I guess, because this looks like a, a pretty, well, in terms of structure, a sound pay-per-view for one night. So we don't know how how they're gonna do it two you know two nights via New Japan style. Okay, let's see. So since it's happening, you know, no card subject to change, not in specific order. 
But uh, okay, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. This is my match of the night. Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh man, this is a match of the night. <laughs> Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Squash match of the night. I'm not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt singles match. That's going to be the boring match of the night. No, this one might be. Well, this might be another squash or, or squasher match than the uh, Roman Reigns Goldberg. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles singles match. He, he only does it once a year. So. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Oh, that and also um, uh, Saudi Arabia shows. True, but, but that's a couple of males for him to go out that night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins singles match. That's gonna be an opener. That, that could be a night too. If it's R.A. style, it'll be nice. Yeah. Then we have the six-pack elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So it'll be Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Dana Brooke versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. Is the ref uh, Xbox? Be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say now, underdog Tamina and Dana Brooke. Out of the two, I want Dana Brooke to win. And to possibly conclude day one, assuming that it's going to work that way. The uh, tag team match for the WWE Smack, uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Miz and John Morrison versus uh, the New Day of uh, Big E and Kofi Kingston. Or the Usos, Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso. So it looks like they're probably duking out to uh, be the number one contender to go against. Uh... I'm calling it right now. They're going to make it a three-way dance. They're going to find a way to make yeah. it a three-way dance. Yeah. The revival won't win. <laughs> no, oh, you didn't hear about what what happened to the revival. Uh, no, I, I heard, I heard. I heard yeah. Heard, no. So, what do you think I of that know. news? We this better news? <laughs> well, I'm seeing some other stuff going on here on Wikipedia because apparently, with that thing with um, Edge and um, Beth Phoenix, you know, uh, and um, Randy Orton. Uh, it yeah. seems that Edge challenged Orton uh, to a last man standing match at WrestleMania. And it was made official. Yeah. I'm just looking for uh, what's going to happen with the uh, tag team championship. Simply because, like, are they going to be du- um, duking it out for number one, you know, this week? Because this, isn't this like, this, this is going to be the last week of March? Yeah, they're gonna make it into like I said. I said they're gonna make it into a three-way dance. It's WWE. They always do that. 
And if they're gonna do it like a two, if they're gonna do a two night, then like like New Japan, they're going to make it into a three way dance. So, mm. yeah. Or that will be divided into two, like you know, day one will be the, the champs lo- looking at the Usos going against the New Day, and then whoever wins are gonna fight the champs the next day. Nah, they're not. They'd have to. April fourth and fifth. Same time, in my opinion. Mm. Day one, SmackDown. Day two, Raw. Done. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a pretty good idea. Because I like both shows. I have to watch both. Yeah. If you put all the best matches in day one, day two sucks. I'm like, what? Oh, oh, oh! And I'm and I'm seeing here that uh, yeah, with WrestleMania 36 scheduled for tapings at the Performance Center on March 25th and 26th. And then air on tape delay on April 4th and 5th. Yeah, we already know that. Oh, well, well I'm just saying that, uh, well, that's in what? In a, yeah. In a few days. Yeah, okay. All right, so. Chewie, what do you think of all this? What do you think of the matches? What do you like? What you don't like? Well, I like the, the Randy Orton Miss Edge. Mm-hmm. Really? I was looking forward to um, the Drew versus the Brock one for the men's and the women's in general. Not so much as the six tag thing uh, because they put two female wrestlers in there, I think, not been in there. Like who? Well, yeah, you guess who. Tamina. Yeah, say the other one. I forgot her name already. That's how bad it was. Naomi, Beth Phoenix. No, no, no. Naomi, Dana Brooke. Um, Not Dana, I like Dana. Yeah. Lacey Evans. Tamina. No, I like Lacey oh, Evans. Oh, Bailey, Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. That one. Sasha? No. Uh, damn it. Naomi? Who's Bailey. Bailey, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, she's the champion. She has to defend it. Like, well, yeah, can't they just do the elimination and wrestle her later? And lose oh, like you know, like like I said, splitting up the uh, tag team championship and you know, splitting up yeah. the six pack uh, six pack elimination match. Yeah, I don't know. It's just oh, and uh, Ron Gronsky is going to be hosting both nights. Oh, you heard that Gronk is hosting both nights. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just bought my house. Oh yeah. Where? That's right next to the performance center. See, it's right there. New England style. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Gronk. Yeah. You know it's better when his head, sh- you know, shrinking down to normal size. <laughs> no, really, man. Yeah. You saw his head. This is the swollen head. Yes. My God. Kudos. He played with a swollen head. That's that, nasty. Well, that's why he had to retire. I know. Wow, that was. I didn't realize his head 
was swollen, and then we shrank down. Oh my, wow, what a big difference. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 Doing something. Okay. All right, so. All right, so moving along from uh, WWE, we're moving to AEW. So last week, AEW had their first um, show without an audience due to uh, the regulations and everything that's going on in Florida, in the state of Florida. Um, what did you guys think of Dynamite last week? First off, correction, they have, have 10,000 less than what they usually have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's really just a regular show with just 10,000 less people, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. It's pretty much WWE and AW this week. I call it a new Japan Pro Wrestling style. Polite, quiet audience. Right. I, I, you know, America did that polite. We outdid the Japanese. <laughs> so we want, we didn't even whisper. We didn't just clap or ooh ah. Uh, Lightly clap and sink and stop. Okay. <laughs> we didn't do that. We just we just stared completely <laughs> to a great show. It was so magnificent. We couldn't talk. Right. We might have ten thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what? what, what... <laughs> I didn't like it. I like the fact that you got a uh, uh, both sides of the. Uh, yeah, and that made a, that made a huge difference. I think that was a huge huge difference. Yeah, man. I like what I saw there is what I saw when I went to Lucha Underground. Them being pants. Nobody there? Huh? Nobody there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, the Lucha Underground. <laughs> It's not, it's not, it's not like that. <laughs> like, no, man, like, uh, no, the, you know, the wrestlers being, uh, fans, fans themselves, yeah. Especially too when he was doing commentary. Yeah, yeah. and Cody, Cody, yeah, you see, he pretended it was a crowd. 
Oh yeah. He inspired everybody and talked about, you know, and like, you know, about the, you, should, you know, find yourself having fun and make sure everybody's all right, you know, entertaining. Oh, the opening promo? Yeah. Felt like it was a crowd. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the guys, I, you know, it seems like this is all new to them, huh? What have the crowds react to or... I don't know because the because the, because to me the first match uh, the best friends going against the Lucha Brothers they they were going at it they were going at it even if there was a crowd or not yeah because they're just really scripted be honest man they're they're good because their stage scripting is really great they're um, it's not organic right it's still you know fantastic right it's not like Iron Man match with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. More like the, you know, Young Pucks versus Moses and Machine Gun. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic match. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, speaking of which, besides uh, the, the Matt Hardy, we'll get to that. Um, what did you think of Brody Lee? Yeah, and especially to that comment that he made about Vince. Yeah. Oh, that uh, you're not the only old man, uh, only old man who uh, who didn't believe in me. <laughs> Just paraphrasing it. Yes. I thought it's all about his dad. Yeah. So yeah. So what did you guys think of the uh, uh, Brody Lee making his uh, uh, debut? The character fits perfectly as the leader. Mm-hmm. In fact, his name is Brody, the madman of pro wrestling himself. Mm-hmm. Mm. He has the look, he has the agility, he has the ability. Like, him well. uh, a lot of people wanted Matt Hardy to be the leader, but he's a face. He wants to, he wants to be his own thing. Right. True. He's still a face. He's supposed to be the dark order leader. He's like, he's likable. <laughs> it's like, your new vision of Doom leader, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I like Robin. Or Nightwing. Why would he be the leader of the Legion of Doom? What do you expect? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful, though. There's a bunch of other factions, like the one with Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, with uh, Lance Archer. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so what did you think of the whole thing with uh, the uh, the promo video with uh, Lance Archer? He's alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy he's there, but it's just the worst time. <laughs> just nobody... But, yeah, it's nobody to react to him showing this. We had all these debuts and no reactions. Yeah, reactions. that's what a lot of people are talking about. Um, imagine if there was a full crowd and imagine the pop. Yeah. I mean, they they were really uh, popping with Jake the Snake. Hmm. Imagine it was ten thousand more. Yeah, I got you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like how you were saying, we we were being et- we were we were being quite in etiquette. Let me see that on nine. That dude, so man, can you mind the pops? Both Arthur, Brody, and Matt. I was seeing that. I was like, oh man. Especially seeing Vanguard 1 coming down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I first for the few seconds, I was, I was like, who the hell drove? 
had a huge crowd oh man the place would have been rocking and no, and just yelling out delete 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 there was that or that or holy shit yeah with Brody Lee yeah with Brody Lee yeah holy shit oh yeah awesome he started out being as a member of a cult now he's leading one <laughs> oh see yeah <laughs> oh welcome home welcome, welcome home. home welcome home yeah <laughs> I wasn't surprised if you sent him a message. Hey man, congrats on your own code. Nothing bad, man. Thank you. Julian won't realize it was a franchise. This is like uh, under the radar. <laughs> this is the story of Taco Bell, how they came from McDonald's. I got you. <laughs> from Del Taco. <laughs> oh, man. oh man. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I think some uh, some things from his whole character um, Harper when he was still watching that watching, watching the light bulb was like, oh, you still have a little Luke Harper. Okay. Right. And that's one of the, I feel like that's one of the downsides. Like, wait, you're supposed to be the salt one, not be illuminated by the oh no wait. Yeah, but at least the one thing. But see, but at least the one thing that I like about Brody Lee that that he got to do that he never could have done in WWE, he got to cut a promo. Well, no <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Before he was, he was this, like, popped up guy in the, I think it was, what's it called, the prototype? 
Mm-hmm. Then he came to Boston, you know, underdog gimmick, debut in Kurt Angle wrestling match and all that. So it's one of those things where it's WWE has for um, a you know direction they want to go with. <laughs> they work on it. I mean, what else would be the Gobby Gooker? That's a horrible direction, but they they wanted to wear that suit anymore. So Gordy. Yep. Gordy Guerrero wore it. Hector Guerrero, I'm sorry, Hector. Yep. Oh, so. It was a Guerrero. But he was, yeah. Good mix up, but he was a great wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> What's in eight roll? I, I think. He was standing with chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, classic. Uh, okay. All right, so moving right along. Okay, so we got a nice little side topic we're going to do. Uh, Omega Kai, take it away. Oh, the top three? Your top? What? We can rehearse this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the script, man? You should have posted some of the stuff. Come on. Can't do this to people. I can press the empty arena. I'm not the last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so lately I've been Facebooking you guys with all these uh, Bosch videos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, selling meaning like whoever takes the hit or the punishment well, or it makes believable or somewhat, you know, comedical. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for instance, Ric Flair. You know, that, the thing where he just flops. Also, yeah. Flair, yeah. Mm-hmm. He does a dash where he tends to fight and flops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. So, the category would be top three sells. Just no, no, no order. Yeah, something like that. Which one was that, be? Oh, the one way is, uh, the one that I remember was, uh, when he, uh, faced Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. he did the boot, and then he, he just got up, walked, and fall, and fall down again, like, like his head was, like, kind of like a, like a cracked chicken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That one. It's, when he was just stunned, and he walked, and he dropped. Yep. There was that one, and then, uh, there was, this was not, uh, Interview. This was just a match between Kurt Henning and ah, uh, I need to look it up. But he did like a like a good sell. Was it? Was it? Well, yeah, he always did. He always did good sells. Like Kurt Henning was gonna be was was gonna be one of mine. Um, is it? Wait, is it? Was it during his time in WWE or in WCW? Or AWA. Oh yes, or AWA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here. Let me name one. Let me name one. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, this one, um, my number three, um, is a wrestler that just recently retired. Uh, Kirby Martin out in England. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. Um, the. Same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, um, for me, no, for, for me, the one, the one cell that I love that he always tries to do was uh, the Zoidberg. This, yes, I'm, I'm not kidding you. The Zoidberg elbow drop. 
he actually got on the middle rope and then he would just walk like Zoidberg and did the crab walk and then just go woo 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 woo. <laughs> and so he, he literally you gotta you gotta YouTube this. You gotta I'll send no I'll send you the I'll send you the video. Does he, does he scream it like Zoidberg so everybody hears? You no, know, everybody in the crowd does it too. They do the woo 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 woo. And then and then once he lines up to the wrestler, he will try to do an elbow drop. So he called it the Zoidberg elbow drop. So, um, he, he, okay, his success rate with that elbow drop is, like, abysmal, but when, um, but when he actually got the elbow drop in, like, he sold it, like, not the wrestler who took the, the elbow drop, I meant Kirby, when he got the elbow, and when he landed it, he sold it, like, my god, he was like, it was like, oh, finally, I actually got it, you know, I thought that was a great sell, you know. What? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, remember he always tried it, but he always get caught. And then he finally. <laughs> I don't know what he did. It. Uh, if I was, what? No, in TNA, I think he did it. He's like, oh my god, he finally did it. Because <laughs> Hogan, I'm like, he finally did it. And, and Ripley was happy and shit. Yeah. Because they always stopped the, they always stopped on the total rope, and they actually finished it. Hit the, the elbow drop. Yeah. I was like, huh? He did it. I don't remember that. I don't know why. I think it was in TNA. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was not against Hogan. He was against someone else. Mm. Let's see. First wrestling match in TNA was against Hogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's why I wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What about? It was what? a good match too. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. Uh, what about you, cats? What, 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 what's your? Uh... A good sell for me, and I can't believe I, I'm saying this, but uh, it is. Uh... From the legendary uh, rivalry between Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka, the chair strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, who who gave the bitter sell though, Awesome or Tanaka? Yeah. I say Tanaka. I mean, he, he, how many times before he go down? Like three, <laughs> maybe four. If uh, you know, to pump up the crowd, the crowd was already pumped. <laughs> Better sell than the mankind of versus the rock. The, the share shot. It I, brutal as hell. Yeah, that was, yeah. but but I would have to. Sell because he wasn't paid. Can't really sell something that's real. Yeah. Yeah. My God, it really, really hurts. Yeah. No, for me, I think I would think yeah, the Tanaka and awesome chair shots to each other were better than the rock and mankind because you actually see that the chair the sit the sit area of the chair got dented in and by both heads and tanaka still up and then the fourth third or fourth time bah, uh. yeah yes but they were they, they were awesome those were awesome
Yeah, they always did. Yeah. Well, that whole month of December, January, when they traded the titles off like three, like every week to each other, I think that was like great. In fact, the one of the matches I remember I got because I bought the ECW game. <laughs> <laughs> and Masato Naka won that one. They're like, and then he lost it again. <laughs> yeah. And then he won it back on TV yeah, it was, it was right before Christmas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just saying. Was Jericho. it the one where he saved Chris Jericho from uh, crashing and burning on on uh, Mr. Perfect? That, no, that no, that that was not. So that was him trying to save Chris Jericho from a horrible neck injury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, 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 I found it eventually, but just perfect selling. I mean, his best work was against my heart. Yes. So that kind of title. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That made Bret Hart's career. I think what well, made him more of a, you know, more of a face. To be honest, Bret Hart was kind of one-dimensional and boring. Mm-hmm. A perfect sold it where this guy is has you know, heart and tenacity, and, and and perfect was like I'm the punk. Yeah. Leave me taught a lesson. Like, he sold that well. Mm-hmm. So, especially his backbreaker. We <laughs> got hit with a backbreaker of the heart. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe his back was really hurt, but I don't know. That's how good it was. You can't tell it was real or not. That's how good pretending it was. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best. Yeah. Can I one more? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Ravishing Recruit. When he takes the atomic drop. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch. It's, it, it's so funny and hilarious, but it gives you a lot of character. Especially him versus Sting in, uh, I think, Yeah, he did. For yeah. real? For real, yeah. It was a lot, one of the locker room like confession stories I've heard that, yeah, he, like, Ultimate Warrior was being a dick to the boys in the back, and, um, so, and they had a match, they, they had a match, and during that match, uh, Warrior was getting a little rough on, on Rude, and Rude was telling him, like, in audibles, like, hey, man, tone it down a little bit, man, you're hurting me pretty bad, you know, and so, Warrior didn't listen, and then... I think Rude did a like or like a Japanese style lariat on him and knocked him out and pinned him. And then when he went back into the room, back into the locker room, he did another one again out of the blue and just told him, "Yeah, that's um, yeah. You thought the first lariat was was for you being rough on me? No, that was for the boys in the back. This one was for you roughing me up a little bit in, in the ring." Yeah, he was. Um, 
Okay, my number two, number one for best selling. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go to Japan on this one, and it's going to be um. Yeah, it is, it is going to be Kobayashi. Um, it's it's basically it's going to be it's um, any of the matches that Kobayashi had. Whenever he did his moonsault, if he missed it, oh my god, that dude sold it. Um, he sold it good, and especially too when he tried to whenever he when he did the burning hammer and his chops, like like he would sell, like the chops he would sell it especially too when he was like tired. And then he just yeah, revved yeah. it up one more time just to rev up the crowd and everything. Uh, yeah. A good example, uh, Kobayashi versus Samoa Joe at ROH. Yeah. Um, like, that was a good example. Um, and then my number one um, would, have to, would, would have to be uh, Walter going against... Um, but, well, Walter going against anybody taking a chop. But the best one would have to be Walter... Going against um, Zack Saber Jr. and Zack Saber Jr. was taking those shots, like getting up. He's all like, "Come on, you know, you're not that man enough to slap me in the chest." Slaps him in the chest, and Zack Saber just falls down on his back, like, like it, like you know, his, his life just left out of him, you know. Oh, that's a that match. That, yeah, that was a great sell. Yeah. And he looked like he killed him. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and that wasn't even the first time. He did it like multiple times in that match. It was, yeah. it was like, Jesus. Yeah. That's like the best storyline telling you. Game versus Goliath. Mm-hmm. Goliath, they didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was classic. Yeah. Could you go more on the armor mention? Sully? Yeah, sure. Maybe because. Mm-hmm. Andrea Ah. Yeah. Mhm. He, he was conservative with his sales. So he picks the right moments, so he makes you look better. Or right. he puts sets rules up, like uh, that was the documentary with Andre Giant. Yeah. At one time where Macho Man was, uh, he did. I don't think he liked Macho Man. But there was a yeah. part where a time where he was, they were in a match, and uh, he was putting on baby oil, and Andre's like, "No baby oil. Don't do it." Yeah. I don't think he listened, and he got beat up. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, put him over, but only because he had to have surgery. Yeah, on his back. Wait, he has been slapped before that. I know, I know, yes, but he stole it. Oh, they built it up where like he never. The funny thing is, like, um, the week after that, he got slammed on. In a regular match, and nobody, there was no pop. Because I think that yeah, because it, well, cause they already have it up. Yeah. Well, I was, was going to get to his best sell. His best sell was going to shake the snake. It turns out Andre Giant was afraid of snakes. I didn't ever know that story, love. <laughs> was that in real life, though, too? He was afraid of snakes? Yeah. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Oh, was it? I thought he was. Hmm. Well, it was a sell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why would you be afraid of snakes? You've been in the ring with that snake too many times. Mm-hmm. Here's a fact: Jake the snake didn't like that snake. Yeah. Yeah. He was annoyed by it. He had to carry it around all with him all the time. 
and watch out for it and stuff like that. Yeah. Just put his luggage and take on to uh, check in. Mm-hmm. That's one of the stories I heard, so I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, because yeah. uh, because Lord step on the step on on the, on the yellow snake. It was on the video. I mean, so I saw it too. Yeah. And, and that's how you get the whole Peter and get involved and shit because of that one stunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the stunt. No, but the Peter doesn't know. It's just like, oh my god, that's fun. They're, they're just like, that's in stuff, for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, World Wildlife Federation wants to name that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not counting the fall itself. I meant the, the, the you know the wrestling they did that led up to it. Fall is a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, he did use a taser before it, so <laughs> and that's where I cut it off. That's where it sells perfectly. I definitely won't count the fall, and then. Um, Oh, I th- I had something in mind from New Japan. I think it was uh, I want to say Naito versus Hiromu Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, that, those are good. Especially Naito when Naito sells it, when like when, when he looks like he's dead. Yeah, he he can sell it. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like after he came back from Exo, not before where they, everybody was seeing it as a parody. No, but still though, he was like really like whenever he sells it, he sells it like he's almost dead or on the brink of dying. Or that one time where he took that horrible bump on his neck that looked like it like gave him a horrible whiplash and he still somehow got up and still finished the match. Mm. Are you talking about what, uh, the kid's Dragon League? Yes. That one nasty one? Dragon mm-hmm. that, No, that's Hiromu oh, Takahashi. I said... No, Naito. Naito took one all from him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I mean, okay. Just one, one last one. All right. You, you, you like this. DDT, in general. All selling. Yeah. DDT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DDT. Japan yeah, of course, DDT. Come on. Yeah. Figure four lock in a, in a water slide. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Having a pseudo gay match. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that DDT, man. If you guys haven't watched DDT, go watch DDT. Watch Peter Pan. Trust me, it's an investment, but it's worth it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Red Shoes Shoots. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. We'll be back next week to keep you guys. Wait, 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 hmm? wait. Hey. What? What? No, I was going to say, like, uh, just going to honorable mention to uh, Ted DiBiase. Uh huh. He knew how to sell. Uh-huh. Like, like ah, okay. The yeah. Uh, 
Okay, hold on. All right, we'll, we'll, okay, hold on. Wait, we have All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Sorry for that. Um, uh, Chewy was saying his uh, top three, so we're going to continue on that. Okay, so what were your top two uh, cells? Well, the ones that are the headmaster of the room was the one with the GBS. Macho Man, mm-hmm. uh, Macho Man, like uh, he went over the top rope with, but like that was his head, mm-hmm. and bouncing off of the top top rope, they went and flipped, like uh, to the other side of the, I mean, to on the ring, like uh, he did a good flip, like uh, that over the top rope uh, drag was pretty powerful. That was that was one of the cells that I saw, and then the current one. Was the one that Sammy Guevara did where he got super kicked? Oh yeah, oh, man! That, that was nice. That was a good gift. That was a good gift. It was. Even even I was joined the crowd. I did a sacred reaction the crowd. Oh man, yeah, I, yeah. When I saw that, oh, dude, man, when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I thought he died. Yeah. So that was that was just crazy. That, that was just really really crazy. Um, yeah, I do have an honorable mention. I actually have two honorable mentions. Um, honorable mention. This one goes to DDT. Um, this was this was a three part match. Um, Kota Ibushi versus uh, Yoshihiko. Ah! All three. All three. All, all three matches. Yes, the yeah. one with the inflatable doll. Yes. Yeah. And then somebody did the um, Atomic Buster from Asangi. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Chewie just showed me that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that part only. <laughs> and I watched the entire match. I was like, huh. I can't believe I'm like, I'm a ring sweet bushy. Yeah. That's great. Okay, if there's three matches. It was a three-parter. So if you guys never had a chance, watch that three-parter. It is hilarious. And then uh, the other best sell would have to go to um, um, Tiger Mask against uh, Thunder Liger. Um, when uh, when uh, Thunder when Jushin Thunder Liger did the um, the Liger Bomb on Tiger Mask, and Tiger Mask like took it and like absorbed it and just like you know. Looked like he was like flat out dead. Um, it was during it was during the inauguration of the Super Juniors uh, tournament, the J Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because remember the junior, the the, the no the the J Cup was happening around in the early mid nineties. So that's when uh okay. w, yeah so that's when. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when uh, WC. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like during those years, that's when WWE was a little bit on the decline, and that's when WCW was on the rise. Um, yeah, but those are the years I remember. As let's give Jushin an award so don't leave us. <laughs> years. Oh yeah. Because he won like what four times. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Super J Cup, and people think J is Japan. No, it's Jushin. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was his um, uh, 
um, was it a Federation League? They combined it with New Japan? It was, it was New Japan, FMW, um, Big Japan, and um, another one, another organization. Oh, oh, and um, Nova. But um, but Nova was called something. No, Nova was called something else at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it, it was supposed it was a promotional tournament, and it was supposed to promote the cruiserweights in Japan, the best of the cruiserweights in Japan, and also okay. um, and also they invited a couple from Mexico, so it's kind of like a super cup. Yes, which is gone now. Yeah, the Super Cup was good. I think I think with New Japan USA, I think that's where they're gonna bring the Super Cup in. You know, we should bring it back. Mm. AEW, AEW, and AAA and Impact Wrestling should also join and do Super Cup. They could if they all can learn how to play nice with each other. Well, they're all in different countries: Canada, America, and US. Yeah. So I, you know, in hindsight, it's actually okay. Yeah. It doesn't break Tony Khan's rule of uh, not competing against company in the U.S. Yeah, and plus on top of that too, it's also free publicity globally. Yeah, just give it to uh, and don't even win. The winner is never the, the guy who's more famous. The winner is like the more obscure guy. That yeah, like, like yeah, like for example, the first the no, um, the first a lot of people tend to forget the first Super J Cup winner was um Chris Benoit when he was a uh, yeah. Pegasus kid. No, he was Pegasus Kid. He's when he won it the second time. He was Pegasus Hero. Oh man, I need to keep changing that name. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Best years were in Japan. Yeah. So Chewy, do you got any honorable mentions yourself? Well, let let Chewie and then and then you go next. For the film, it was uh, well, like I said, it was Shawn Michaels who got the uh, that was uh, Ray David had one. I was gonna say the one that the 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 Scott Hall one, the most obvious one where he did the stunner, oh. the jump. That was the one. Because everyone remember, a lot of people remember that one. Uh, for a moment, I thought you were going to say the Poke Doom. No, that was that was Nash. Yeah. Okay, but still. No, that, that was good sell too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, wait, were you cons- no, but, uh, probably were you consider that that uh, this one is a sell? Like the time when Rick Flair was with Shawn Michaels and he super kicked him. Uh, the the the, for, the Flair will be one selling. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, thinking him because he got up saying like, and he put his fist up like I want a last fighting chance. Yeah. Even though I, so that's a that's a good sign, right? Yeah. Yeah, Rick Flair. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it was also, it was also a sell by Michaels, by saying, "I'm sorry, I love you," and he kicked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also a sell. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you know, uh, that, that up something good. good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was a good sale. Well, yeah. It was a good WrestleMania moment. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He even said so himself. <laughs> this is it. I finally got married. She's the one. Five wives later. <laughs> this is the one. I'm with Fifi forever. <laughs> That's her name. Fifi. Well, that's nature. in my 80s. That's nature for you. Um, no, so what were you going to say next on Mega Kai? I was thinking of selling, you know, Macho Man. The jealousy cell. Yeah. Like, oh. he's a Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And the honorable mention will be Machismo, when he um, did the thing in uh, the AEW, before it was AEW. Oh, the all-in? And he, uh, Lieutenant Brandy was uh, Miss Elizabeth. Especially too when he he was speaking like macho for a little bit, you could just hear the audible. He was like Elizabeth, you stand right over here. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, 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 here. He, he went out of the ring and put it in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looked over over his shoulder. Like, you know, when they got uh, when, it, won the, when they got married or when they won the Intercontinental title. When they got married. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Comedic wise. Mm hmm. Yep, yep. Also, just because this is about Dudley. Oh, the Dudleys? The stuttering? Mm hmm. The stuttering. Ah, uh, okay. Over it has, um, it has stuttering again. Mm hmm. The WWE, and then ECW then, and I totally forgot he never stuttered. Mm hmm. That and also, um, if you're gonna speak up, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up the Dudleys, you gotta bring up little Spike Dudley. I kind of like Big Dick Dudley. Oh yeah. But I I I, 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 I have to go with little Spike because uh, every time he always gets thrown into a table or basically whenever he gets thrown into a table, he's just like flat out dead. But that's what he's good for. Yeah. Or oh or another good one, um, uh, the FBI in the, in ECW. Yes, oh man, that what, sell. they they all knew how to sell when they took a super kick, when they were body slammed, when they were power bombed or everything. Um, even if they lost like an, 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 in like a three way dance or something like that, you always see them getting carried off like if they're dead. Like a hate mafia. Yeah. <laughs> like a mafia hate mafia. Except for that one time when Big Shout fell was on the... Uh, I forgot it was. We, I think he was wrestling New Jack or something. He flipped down and he kind of broke his head. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was real. That was real. It was a, it was, that was a botch. <laughs> what was that match? A scaffold match. Yeah. On top of scaffold he flipped. Mm-hmm. That's why they only had two in ECW because they were both both matches, both scaffold matches were just crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then... I, I think a lot of ECW had a lot of crazy sells. Um, for example, Sandman beating Tommy Dreamer in the back. Um, the primetime players always... It just the the primetime players sold pretty good. Um, Jack playing with the keyboard before you issue with it. Oh, anything with New Jack whenever he had something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also those moments with uh, Taz and Sabu. When they fought Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Sabu in general. Rhino when he did a gore. Um, especially Bam Bam Bigelow and Taz when they had that one match when they both went through the stage. The ramp door. The rampway. Yeah. And then Taz came out like a beast. Like, you know. Yes. Oh, no, to remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I remember. <laughs> oh, um, Deep Corino and Jack Victory. Ah, <laughs> uh, get up. We could be here all day naming this. <laughs> yeah. So many. We got the... the Brian Pillman? Oh, Brian Pillman, when he went to, de- when he went to ECW for the first time. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where it became a shoot match, and it turns out it was a, it wasn't a shoot match. It was, it was planned. Yeah. It made it look like a shoot, and everybody thought like the guy just quit on TV. <laughs> and, he, and then he called um, Kevin Sullivan the Booker Man, because like, he's the Booker at that time. Yeah. So I know you get you. I love you, the Booker Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, this guy quit on TV. They went ECW. And then he's supposed to come back to WCW. He said, nah, screw you, bitch. I'm going to WWE. I'm going to Mm-hmm. You you didn't even know if 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 Pillman was just playing the part too well or those his you know real life. Yeah, because that one moment where he uh, brought the gun. And yeah. He called the cops for real because he took a gun out of Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. And even Stone Cold, yeah, even Stone Cold said it himself. Like he didn't know if if he was gonna if he was gonna see tomorrow or not. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were a tag team WCW. Oh, okay. The Hollywood Bonds? Yeah, yeah. So the necklace you wear around his neck, that's from Brian Hillman. Oh. Yeah, he gave it up. A little sentimental story. 
Yeah. I want to listen to Stone Cold podcast. He had an interview with Bret Hart. It was one of the things he wished. He used to like, very, very listen. He want to know more about wrestling life. Yeah, that life one. So no, that one was good. I think that that was one of the best podcasts that he had with uh, Brett. Because it, it opened up a lot. You can see why Brett still... Um, bitter. bitter about WWE. Bitter about Vince. Especially, too, he got into really in detail about what happened after the Montreal Screwjob. Like, what happened backstage. Because there was rumors about, you know, who hit who first and why and everything. And then Brett went into really in-depth detail on... He hit Vince, and he didn't. He wasn't. He was gonna hit him. He didn't know how, and he went into really in detail on how from from the start to the end, and how he walked out yeah, afterwards. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was, it was really, really good. Yeah, but it's still a big conspiracy. You, you think it was a work, a screwjob, or was it uh, a shoot? I honestly, uh, yeah. 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 A lot of people still think it's a work because it's like, no way that's real. It's like, that's the best work in history. It's like, is it a conspiracy? It's like, yeah. uh, Kennedy, my screw job is like, that gotta be a work. Yeah. What about, okay, what about you, Chewy? What do you, okay, Chewy, what do you think? You think the Montreal screw job was a work or a shoot? Yeah, that was that was something that really happened. So it was a shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because I listened to um Scott Hall. Scott Hall has no beef with anybody. Yeah, because he's Scott Hall. Yeah, he's yeah he's a, he's just drunk all the time. Yeah. He's like, he's like I believe that was a, that was a work all the way. Like no way. And then when he came to WCW, Scott Hall was like he was so happy like he made it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We gotta rule this world, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Alright then guys. So that's it right there. Sorry for the little extended person, but you know, this was a really good topic. Um we should come back to this one later. Um so We're thank you. <laughs> we could. We can we can go in depth on it. We can make this into a, 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 a an episode. You oh, could, but it's 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 been like twenty <laughs> years and everybody's still debating. That's what the, that's what that, that that's what makes it great. It makes it one of those memorable matches, you know. Um, this and the, the immaculate reception. Yeah, pretty much. This, this yeah. two things I would debate on. I was like, I think he touched the ground. No, he has his leg. It touched the ground. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not gonna do that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's not get into that one. Okay. All right. So. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I hope you guys had a great time with this, and especially with this extended part of best shoots. I mean, best uh, sells. So uh, until then, I am Captain Cats, and we are Cats. And on behalf of Omega Kai and Chewy, I hope you guys have a great time. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Um, be safe. Keep watching wrestling, and we'll be back. We'll be back here with you guys next week with more crazy tales of the wrestling world. Until then, take care. Yo ho. Watch your